like I said, it's a co-creation and like, yes, trust, yes, surrender, but that doesn't mean you don't have to take action. Like you're, it's like, you're the catalyst for, for whatever you're trying to manifest. If you don't take that first step, like no other dominoes get to fall because you have to be the first domino to tip the, tip the scales over and like make all of the other ones kind of fall in line. And it's, even after you take that first step, it's like consistent action on your part. Like there's, there's parts of the process that you have to surrender, surrender to, like, like I said, like the when and the how, mm -hmm. but the what, like you control the what you control, like your actions that you take. And so for someone to say, like, they're just going to surrender and it'll happen when it'll happen. Like, yes, but you also have to make it happen. Like you have to start, you have to get the ball rolling and like, continue to like you know do your part to push that ball in the right direction welcome back to the happy positive energy game podcast with me your host luke anning and i hope all you beautiful people are feeling bright and warm and if not that is exactly why we are here today guys of course got an incredible guest for you guys. I've got Autumn Martin. She's host of the Edge of Everything podcast and she helps people master their mindset, become their best self and manifest their dream life and business. Autumn, it's been so great having you come on here, not only as a friend, but you being a teacher, healer and mentor. How are you doing? Thank you for having me, first of all. And second, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. So I'm curious around the the teaching, healing, mentoring, and how you're able to do that. Like, what did you have to come through in order to get to that space of becoming the teacher, becoming the healer, becoming the mentor for people shifting their lives? That's a that's a very loaded question. <laughs> um, is, do you want the long the long answer or the short answer? Let's go for the long answer. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I'm only 22, but I've been through quite a lot in my life, especially the past couple of years. Um, I didn't really know I wanted to be a coach. Um, I always thought I was going to be a therapist. That's what I went to school for. Um, but then two years ago, I had an incident happen um, to smoke a lot. Um, and I ended up in uh, cannabis-induced psychosis. Um, spent like three weeks at the hotel psych ward and um, after that I kind of just like spiraled um, I really didn't fully come back to myself and like I was just like kind of living in like like literally a psychotic state for about two months and after getting out of the hospital like my life was kind of like over my mom withdrew me from school I was supposed to start at a new school fall semester of my junior year um, so that was taken away. I was dating a guy who I thought was going to be like my end all be all that summer. And, um, he just kind of like fell off the face of the earth after all of that happened. Um, and just, yeah, like my life just kind of stopped right then and there. And like, I got super depressed. I gained like 70 pounds within the span of like four months. And I just, was not myself. I like literally call that my rock bottom because it was the worst experience of my life. Um, and so that was like the end of 2020. And then January, 2021, I kind of, um, 
I was looking at myself in the mirror one day and I was just like, I was just like, I hate this person, not just because like, you know, I'd gained all that weight, but just like, I remembered, I'm not going to cry on this podcast because <laughs> sometimes it's still like hard for me to talk about, but I just remember like seeing myself and I'm like, I hate this person that I become. Like, I'm just not happy anymore. Like I don't have, I had no friends anymore. Cause like most of my friends, like what we did together was smoke party, all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, typical 20 something things. Um, and I just was the most unhappy I'd ever been. And like, I kind of gave up on myself and um, I usually wouldn't do that. Like I'm, I consider myself to be a very resilient person. And like, after that happened to me, I just given up. So right then and there, I kind of made a decision. It was like right before new year's 2021 um, to just get my life back together and like not like settle and let rock, let, let that rock bottom kind of ruin my life. So I spent like most of 2021, you know, I went through a really big weight loss journey, um, got back into like reading and listening to podcasts and personal development. And then I hired my first coach at the in the fall of 2021. And I kind of fell in love with, you know, fitness and all that stuff Thought I wanted to be a fitness coach and ended up starting doing that on social media a little bit. Um, and that's kind of how I got into the coaching space. Um, and, you know, being like a teacher and a healer and a mentor, it was through my own big journey, like mentally and physically and emotionally, and then working with my first mentor. Um, and then from there, I kind of realized that like fitness wasn't my thing. Like as much as I love, you know, health and wellness, I love promoting that. Like the mind is really where I see the biggest transformation, not only in myself, but with other people, because like... I went through a weight loss journey in high school where I lost a lot of weight and I was still sad, unhappy, like trying to shrink myself and make myself smaller because I didn't do the internal work. But this time around, that was the biggest difference for me. Like on this second journey, it was not just physical, it was mental, emotional and spiritual. And that's what I really want to work with people on. It's not just healing, like, you know, who they like, what they go through physically through like fitness and health but really who they are on the inside and like what they think Mm. about themselves what they think about the world and really just like it's my little mission statement like mastering their mindset and becoming their best self and living their dream life and I really feel like I did that like I've come a long way from that that story I started with back in 2020 so that's Mm. the long version of things Uh, no I appreciate it and something that I'm really curious around because I mean, for me, like, I used to smoke a lot as well. But I'm curious, like, not how much did you have to smoke, but, like, what, what is, like, a cannabis-induced psychosis? I don't know. That's what I'm st- – like, I, I spent, like, so long researching it after that because I was like, it couldn't have been the weed. I had my medical card. I was, like, very safe about it. I mean, granted, the guy I was dating, he didn't have a medical card, so it could have been something I'd smoked with him. But I had always been very careful because I'd been smoking for like two years prior to that happening. Um, Mm. But when I was dating him, all the stuff I would get from the dispensary was like the THC was like super hot. He was telling me to get the highest potency, you know, that you could get, you know. So that's what I was doing. And um, the psychiatrist that I worked with actually um, said that that's been happening to a lot of people recently as like medical Mm. marijuana is becoming you know, legalized and the potency is so high, especially in people 
who are under the age of 25 because our brains aren't fully developed yet. So we're more susceptible to that happening, especially if, you know, it's consistent use of that high potency, you know, THC and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's like a specific amount or the type, or if I just got Mm. something that was laced and I got unlucky, but yeah. Mm. Mm. I feel that. So with the journey that you've been on now, how do you manifest, like, I think breaking it down for people who are listening, like, how do you actually manifest? Like, what is like the starting point to that? Mm -hmm. So I think the starting point is really like having a understanding of what manifestation is and like what the law of attraction is if you guys know the book or the the documentary the secret that's where i always tell people to start because it's the most simplified version of manifestation that you can kind of get it's like you know manifesting isn't like magic it's not like you can just wish for something to happen but it's really just like a process of aligning like your thoughts intentions your words your actions and just like your overall like energy and vibration with what you're trying to attract or call in or whatever goal you're trying to reach um and so basically the foundation of that is the law of attraction that like like attracts like and so you want to get your like i said your thoughts and and intentions and your energy um into vibrational alignment with the thing that Mm. you're trying to get so like if you want to manifest a hundred thousand dollars but you're not in that vibrational frequency of $100,000, whatever that means to you, um, then it's going to be hard to attract that because, you know, whether you have like limiting beliefs or self or doubts about your ability to, you know, have that amount of money, if it's worthiness, you're not in vibrational alignment with that, that money or that desire. So it's not going to come to you. Um, so that's kind of where I see manifestation as being like this, like what you start with. It's just getting everything into alignment. Right. Yeah, I kind of look at it like it's getting your subconscious to recognize that it's possible and that is part of your identity. Because mm-hmm. if the subconscious and unconscious, and when we're talking about this, and if you're unsure what I mean, like your unconscious is basically responsible for all of your bodily processes that happen mm-hmm. without you consciously being there, like for you to get motivated in the morning, for you to have that, that's your unconscious like functioning. It's what's getting your organs to work. Um, and getting your like healing to happen so like if your unconscious isn't in congruency with the the hundred thousand dollars that you want then it's not gonna happen because if it's like the if it's like all of your like let's figure out like you guys unconscious is going to be responsible for your majority of actions your your words, your thoughts. So if it's Mm -hmm. not in congruency, like you said, with that vibrational alignment. And when we talk about vibrational alignment, that's like your cells, right? Your cells vibrating at a a functional level, which again Mm -hmm. is coming back down to the unconscious operating with them. So when you started learning about manifesting, what was some of the first things you started manifesting that you were like, oh my goodness, this is actually real? Yeah. Um, there's so many things. And I just wanted to backtrack for a second because, like, the subconscious mind and body is, like, also one of the biggest parts of manifesting. Like, because the subconscious, like, is the body. And it's, like, for anyone who doesn't know, 
your subconscious is made up of it's all of your experiences but especially the ones that lead up to like when you're around the age of like seven or eight so all of the you know everything that you've been taught told everything you've experienced like any traumas whether it's big t trauma or little t trauma like lives in your body and in your in your subconscious mind um and so that's the part of like getting in vibrational alignment that is like one of the one of the most important parts um because you have to override all of those past like i I was mentioning before like the limiting beliefs and you know subconscious wounds that might be holding you back from being in that vibration of you know love joy and gratitude which are ultimately what people are trying to get into when they're trying to attract bigger things like money and all that stuff um Mm. and then what was the question you had just asked you're good, you're good, you're good. What were some of the first things that you manifested oh, yeah. that you were like, oh shit, like this actually works? Yeah, so it was like at the end of 2021 when I was, I started my TikTok page. Um, and I was just doing it like for, for fun. Um, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Cause yeah, I keep 100%. Like, oh, okay, I wasn't sure. So I keep like <laughs> trying to filter my mind, but um yeah, so at the end of 2021, I started my TikTok page, and I honestly was just doing it for, like, shits and giggles, and um, I was like, how cool would it be if I could, like, be an influencer and, like, have, like, 20,000 followers? Like, 20,000 followers is my goal, and so I, like, one of my, like, what I want to build my brand around is, like, helping people realize that you can literally do anything you set your mind to. Like, that is the root of manifestation, and so that fall, I set my mind to it. I was like, I'm going to be an influencer. And so I just started posting like an influencer, really embodying that person. I was like being very intentional about what I was doing and like when I would post, how often I would post and just like trying to manifest, you know, a following and like up leading up to like the beginning of 2022, I, I don't, I can't pinpoint exactly what I did. And that's, that's like a manifestation. Like you might not ever be able to really pinpoint what it is that sets it off but because I was I was doing all the things taking all the aligned action steps to manifest what I wanted which was being an influencer and having a platform it happened and it happened times 10 with what I expected Mm. um because like I said I was trying to call in you know 20,000 followers I thought that was a pretty good goal I had a few videos go viral around the same time and within the span of like 10 days like I have screenshots of my following going from like a thousand on like December 25th or something like that to 250,000 in like the span of 10 days. And I was like, holy shit, what did I just just do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just like from there, there were so many other things that happened in this year in 2022 that like really showed me that it's all, it's all in your head. Like it's all in your head. And um, like monetary things that I was able to manifest friendships, um, mentorships, just so many things. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it's wonderful when you, when you do fully figure it, and you're like, wow, this actually happens, Mm because a lot of people listening to this are probably like, oh, manifestation is like quite woo woo. And like, it doesn't actually like fully work. But like, for me, the the game changer was when I, I met somebody who was on a similar growth path to me and she was using affirmations and she Mm -hmm. talked about like all the things that had changed for her. So I was like, okay, like I'm actually going to give it like my full 
like my full energy. Like I'm not just going to do affirmations one day. Like I'm going to actually do it. I'm going to sit with it and I'm going to believe that this thing has happened. Mm-hmm. And then literally that was when I had my 23 and a half K sales month. And like, it was like the day after we said, so we said on like the 7th of October, you're going to have $20,000 sales by the 25th. And on the 26th, I had $20,000. And then I made another sale after that. But I was like, wow, like, I, I genuinely didn't think this was gonna, I, I was fully thinking that it was gonna happen whilst doing it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. But I was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't believe that it actually worked. And it's how I look at it is almost like you set your reticular activating system, which is your brain side of things up. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you to speak on this one. Like yeah. you set up your reticular activating system and then it goes from there, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, your reticular, retic- reticular activating system is basically, it's like once you get something, it's like the best way I like to describe it is if you are trying to manifest like a red, a red Mercedes, you're going to start seeing red Mercedes everywhere. And so like when you set your reticular activating system to go after something, you're, and you put it like in the front of your mind and in your in your field of in your field of view or whatever um you're gonna start seeing those things everywhere it's like kind of like when you first start when you learn about angel numbers and you start seeing those everywhere you're programming your mind to get used to seeing that thing over and over again and when when you set that up it like it's so funny how it works because when you see it more you feel it more and when you feel it more it just becomes that much more real and you're you get that much closer to actually having it um Mm. and there was something you said that i was gonna gonna touch on but i forgot (laughs) sometimes when i listen to people i just get so your subconscious your subconscious (laughs) knows what the answer is yeah no it was something about um what did you say oh yeah like some people think that manifestation is like woo woo and like spiritual but Mm. it's like it's just science like we live like it's literally just science we live in a vibrational world like it's physics everything in our world has a vibrational frequency like the table that you eat at on some level it's made up of you know atoms that are vibrating at a certain frequency and so it's not like like yeah a lot of you know spiritual people might lean more into the like aspects of it that can get a little woo woo but it's just basics of you know, aligning your vibration with what you're trying to attract because you're vibrating at a certain frequency and it's vibrating at a certain frequency. And when you guys are in harmony, it's if you're like a vibrational match is what they say, you mm-hmm. attract it towards you. So um, it's so funny to me when people say things like it's woo because it's just like it's science. <laughs> <laughs> it's science. <laughs> okay, so let's say somebody has never ever manifested before and mm-hmm. they're listening to this podcast and they wanted like a step-by-step guide of how to manifest something for say 2023, since that's Mm -hmm. the energy that we're in. What would be the steps that you take them through in order to manifest what they want? Okay, so I literally was just talking about this. It's so funny. Um, But step one, I feel like would be to set an intention. Um, And intentions aren't the same as goals. Um, An intention is, it's, I, I see intentions as being something as what you're going to do, be, or, you know, say 
in order to attract the goal. Like the goal is what you want and the intention is who you need to be or what you need to do in order to get there. So first, first things first is setting that intention and being super clear about what it is that you want to call in. Um, and then step number two, I feel like would be, like I said, get clear on what it is and get to like down to the to the nitty gritty details um so that you know like it's i can i'm not even gonna bring up human design because that's a whole nother can of worms to open another day mm -hmm. but the more specific that you are about how you want it to look how you want it to feel if you can imagine how it like like if, if it's something that you can taste and that you can touch that you're trying to call in getting down to the specifics will really help you with um like attracting it to you faster because when you're more specific like it's like manifesting can sometimes be put in terms of like putting in your order with the universe like you wouldn't go to like a restaurant and say i just want i just want chicken you want the chicken with you know the specific sides and you want the chicken that's seasoned a certain way like because there's so many different types of chicken that you can get so you want to make sure that the universe knows what you're actually ordering um and then hmm. so we've got like intentionality we've got like specificity and then what after that would you go from um i have like a whole post i just created about this and i don't know why it's slipping my mind um intention clarity oh aligned action so getting down to understanding like what steps you need to take every single day in order to you know manifest that thing because like i said it's not magic you can't just say like i want this and then expect it to come to you taking aligned mm -hmm. action is being intentional 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 about mm -hmm. what steps you're going to take um to get there because you're co-creating with the universe, so you kind of have to meet it halfway. Um, so it's like doing doing the work on your end to make sure that you're participating in in what you're trying to attract. So if you're, I don't know, if you're starting a business, like you can't just say you want 10 clients. Like what are you gonna do to actually attract those 10 clients? Whether it's, you know, sending sending out DMs or posting content or showing up on your story there's going to be something that you have to do in order to attract that thing um and another step um would be embodiment and just embodying the kind of person that you want to be in order to have that thing because what got you to where you are right now isn't going to get you to where you're trying to go you're going to have to become a whole different person and embody like a whole new identity um which is part of that you know frequency difference between who you are right now and like who you'll be once you have that thing so think about the kind of person that you are once you have what you desire like what are the habits and routines of the person who has that thing how do they dress mm -hmm. how do they speak how do they think what do they say um be super intentional about showing i keep stumbling over that word be super intentional about who you're going to be showing up as every single day and mm -hmm. becoming the embodiment of, you know, that person who has what you want is just going to get you that much closer to having it. Um, and then there's another one. 
there's six steps. And I'm sorry if I'm saying them out of order. Um, so it was clarity. So intention, clarity, aligned action, embodiment. And well, if we get five, that's cool. So trust and surrender is a really big one. Um, because a lot of times, like in pursuit of our goals, we'll try to push and force and, you know, grind and hustle towards our goals. But a big part of manifestation is, you know, trusting that the universe has your back and being willing to surrender to, you know, something that's outside of you. Um, so really just having faith that if you're taking the aligned action steps, if you're embodying the person that you need to be and mm. being intentional every single day, just trusting that what you desire will come to you. Um, because it's inevitable and you have to understand that you you don't get a say in like the when or the how of when that thing is going to come in um you just have to trust that it will and sometimes the universe mm -hmm. will deliver it like a lot faster than you might have thought it would and sometimes it'll take a little bit more time so being you know open to receive it however it comes whenever it comes and um trusting in yourself to get you, you know, halfway there and trusting that the universe will meet you the rest of the way. Mm. Um, yeah, those are five mm. steps. I know there's one more. If I remember, <laughs> I'll make sure. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of look at it like when I manifested that 20K sales month, like the trip that I went on was a big risk and there was like a, a lot of fears, a lot of like, oh, what if you don't make the money? What if you're working the whole time? But at the same time, I had to just trust that it was going to work out and that I was taking all the necessary action that was in alignment with achieving that. And then whilst doing it, I was constantly reaffirming and like believing and feeling that I was actually going to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And I think that's a bit of a unique process. And I think sometimes like you can not necessarily need to believe that something's going to work out and you can still you can still get it done. Oh, yeah. But. I think the manifestation process definitely adds like a layer of power to, to the mindset of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious for you, what do you feel you were manifesting when you were in your negative space, when you were smoking the weed? Like what was the underlying subconscious manifesting at that time? Because I feel like that's where like a lot of people are when they're in that avoidance stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, oh my God, I was a completely different person back then. I think I was like 19. Um, and I was just trying to like connect. Like I use smoking and stuff as a way of like connecting to other people, to myself. Like I had kind of started my spiritual journey of uh, my freshman year of college. Um, and I thought that I was spiritual because I was smoking. Um, mm -hmm. And I thought I, you know, could connect to my higher self and to the universe because the weed is what made me feel connected. But it really wasn't. So I was just kind of using it as a, I don't know, like a mechanism to achieve something that I could do all on my own. Um, and also just kind of escape like my anxiety. I struggled with anxiety since... Um, I was like 12 years old and once I started smoking it was like and I got my medical card it was like oh this is the thing that'll make me not anxious anymore um, mm -hmm. so yeah it just really is a way of like escaping my current reality because I couldn't handle like mentally 
all the, the different like triggers that were showing up for me because of all of the underlying stuff that I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of the, the traumas mm-hmm. that I had um, sitting at the back of my subconscious mind when I was smoking and doing all of the things. Mm-hmm. So when you say like you were unaware of those things, mm-hmm. how come you were unaware? Like why, why was that present? Why were you unaware? Because, you know, like, at the time, I was pretty, like, I live a pretty privileged life. Like, yeah, I'm a black woman. I do, you know, experience, like, racism every now and then. But there's nothing in my childhood that really, like, quote-unquote damaged me or traumatized me in a really major way. Like, there are some things, you know, divorce, stuff like that. Um, But I didn't know that, like, even the little t traumas mattered so i didn't even Mm. they weren't even on my radar like the shit that people used to say to me back in elementary school that made me feel anxious and which you know triggered my anxiety i didn't know that there was a root cause to that that had Mm. to be spilled because i i didn't think anything was wrong like i thought i was fine until i realized that i wasn't but yeah you never know what's in your subconscious mind until you understand what the subconscious mind is so I didn't understand. Mm. I didn't even know what that was when I was smoking. Right. And I feel like that's where like a lot of people are like they're in this space where like they're like, well, I haven't had anything like big or traumatic happen to me. So like, I'm like, I'm fine. I should be fine. But why am I not getting what I want? Why am I still where I'm at? Like, it's just, it's just this like painful struggle. Right. So I know you said that you help people like achieve their like dream life and business as well, right? Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with um, this girl the other day in person and she was talking about like how she like wanted to build her business and like she was trusting that it was gonna happen and like she was surrendering to the process. Mm-hmm. But like, it was actually frustrating me a little bit and I, I guess this is just my own like healing to still happen but it was like frustrating me because she was saying you know like I'm trusting and I'm surrendering that it's going to work out but like she wasn't actually doing anything like like there was literally zero action she was just like yeah I'm just trusting like it'll happen when it'll happen like what's the problem with that yeah the problem with that is you're not participating in the manifestation process like I said it's a co-creation and like yes trust yes surrender but that doesn't mean you don't have to take action. Like you're, it's like, you're the catalyst for, for whatever you're trying to manifest. If you don't take that first step, like no other dominoes get to fall because you have to be the first domino to tip the, tip the scales over and like make all of the other ones kind of fall in line. And it's even after you take that first step, it's like consistent action on your part. Like there's, there's parts of the process that you have to surrender surrender to, like like I said, like the when and the how, but mm-hmm. the what, like you control the what, you control like your actions that you take. And so for someone to say like, they're just gonna surrender and it'll happen when it'll happen. Like, yes, but you also have to make it happen. Like you have to start, you have to get the ball rolling and like continue to like, you know, do your part to push that ball in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I think it's really, it's really important for people to realize. So I know you're talking about like, you have your intentionality and you have your manifestation practice. But 
let's say somebody has something blocking them and they needed like some healing. Mm -hmm. What's like a go-to practice that somebody can do by themselves, maybe without a coach that would help them heal part of their subconscious or, or unconscious or whatever is holding them back? Like what's something that would help them? Yeah, so my three biggest things that I like to use, um, meditation, which is I like a lot. another topic which a lot of people might think is woo-woo, but when you meditate, you really give yourself the opportunity to observe your subconscious mind um, and really becoming aware of the thoughts and beliefs that are, you know, keeping you stuck and holding you back. Um, because without the awareness, you can't, you know, take action to change it. So that's like step number one. And then the second thing I like to use is journaling, because once you have the awareness, actually writing it down somewhere gives you the ability to go back and reflect on it and to see the growth and the changes that you're making. Um, and there's so many journaling prompts out there, like Pinterest, go to Pinterest. There's You can type mm -hmm. in like shadow work, journal prompts, um, mindset journal prompts. And there will there'll be hundreds that are free and available for you to use on Pinterest. Um, <laughs> and, writing that down. <laughs> um, and my, okay, so this is my favorite thing to use um, to really reprogram your subconscious mind that's also completely free on YouTube. It's called EFT tapping. It's called the emotional freedom technique. And mm -hmm. it's this really cool modality um, that's used in in therapy um, sessions, but also you can use it on your own time. And EFT is basically you using, like there's different, they call meridian points and you tap like mm -hmm. certain places. And these meridian points are in line with different energy centers in your body. And so when you tap on these specific energy centers and repeat the affirmations that is better used during like an EFT tapping session, you bypass the, you bypass the conscious mind and get straight to the subconscious mind through, you know, wow. the activation and the tapping on these meridian centers um, to help you, you know, heal faster and to reprogram your subconscious mind. So that's my favorite thing. Wow. Everybody's signing up to EFT, like Googling, yeah. like EFT is having breakfast. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's interesting you came up, came up with that yesterday because I was having a conversation with another high-level coach yesterday. And it was just around the topic of abundance and that space because I've come from that very like masculine energy of just, hey, like go, 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 just push, 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 push. And that, that's really worked for me. Like I don't have a problem with it, but it meets a certain point. It meets a certain level where it's like, hey, like there's some other stuff that we got to work on right now. Like, and you're only going to go so far if you keep grinding and you'll only stay in that masculine energy of grind and yeah, that could work, but it's gonna, it's almost like doubling down, right? It's like, hey, you've got this space to yourself in the evening or like in the morning where like you're gonna have that time to yourself anyway. So mm -hmm. it's like, why not just, you know, use it as like an extra five minute thing you do. So how long would you do like EFT tapping for? Um, It's like totally up to you. It can work in as little as five minutes and um, there's so many free ones on YouTube and then you can do them for different topics like abundance or stress or fear like there's so many different different topics that you can tap on but you can do it in five minutes 10 minutes there's some that go for like 30 minutes um, it's completely mm -hmm. up to you and the, the key with that is to continue doing it you can do it as many times a day as you want but doing it once a day is also 
fine. Um, but just getting yourself in the habit. And then also, it's a really cool tool that you can use, like, even if it's just, like, 30 minutes and you just tap like this, um, mm. which is, like, the, the starting point. Like and on your hand. Yeah, so there's, like, the different centers. Um, and it's it, it seems a little weird at first when you start doing it, but um, it really helps. And all you really need to start with is, like, five minutes a day. Right. And it's all mindset, really. Yeah. Like, in a, in a, like, this is the two folds I look at with mindset. Like, you've got the one fold of, like, David Goggins, Alex Hormozy, like, mm-hmm. just do the fucking work. Like, just, just do it. But then you've got the other aspect of it where it's it's creating something like I feel like the David Goggins, the Kobe Bryant, the Michael Jordan, like you're creating this false reality, like even Andy Frizzella and Ed Milet, like you're creating this false ident- ideology that um, there's someone against you and you're in competition and you've got to push, 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 push. Mm-hmm. And that can drive like really cool success. But at the same time, then there's the flip side of saying like, hey, like there's also like this human being part of of this where you want to tap into your subconscious. Like that's what it feels like to me. It's like tap into your subconscious. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. That's where the way that's where that's how it resonates with me. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because I had a mentor the other day say this and it like hits so deep because strategy and hustle and grinding like you need that you need the masculine structure like no doubt about it, but that's only 50% of the work when you want to be successful or when you want to manifest, when you want to be, do, or have anything. Like the action and all of that stuff, that's only 50% of the battle. The other 50% is the healing. It's, you know, being happy and having that feminine flow and creativity and, you know, like living and enjoying life, getting into that, that energy of love and gratitude and pleasure um and so when you when you don't tap into that especially like for men because like you know we live in a hyper masculine society it's kind of seen as like you know weak if you want to focus on your your mindset and you know heal Mm -hmm. but like that's the strongest thing you can do because it doesn't just make you stronger like mentally emotionally and spiritually but it also helps you be more successful because if you don't have those limiting beliefs in your way if you're not self-sabotaging if you are aware of when you might be start might start stab, self-sabotaging, it makes it so much easier to work through it um, and continue moving forward towards your goals. Mm. Yeah, like I have a I have a mentor who's um, extremely evidence and psychology based, and like his business has grown like exponentially, like one of the fastest growing coaching businesses like in the world. Like literally, and like if you look at that, like um fast growing company like list like his company's on there so like you know like he's doing the shit Mm -hmm. and he was saying like one of the like focuses for his his goals when he does his goal setting is to actually embody doing the deep inner work that allows you to have the identity shifts that um that shift when you have a big goal happening like he was saying like essentially like the faster you want to grow the more you as a person will have to shift and the more you will self-sabotage if you don't do the deep work, understand and actually like consciously, like almost walk yourself through that process. Cause that's something that I definitely found over this year. I found myself definitely a little bit like up and down. And I would say the reason why that is, and that's again, the reason why I invested into him was because 
I was self-sabotaging before giving myself an opportunity to do that deep work because I was just pushing in masculine, push, 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 push. Like you need that deep work. And it's something that like I embody with my clients. And I'm glad that like we have these conversations where it's like, yeah, like there is an aspect of a level of hustle and a level of effort that's required to get to the level that you want to get to and doing, I think sometimes people pull away from it because they don't like the repetitiveness of like, actually when you do a certain piece of work, that might be the thing that actually is the only thing that you need to do. For example, growing a coaching business from the get go, like, okay, doing launches and marketing. That's it. There's nothing else. Like as sad as it is, like that is it. There's nothing else that you need to do, but we get pulled away from it. Especially when you're in masculine energy, you think, okay, well, I just need to work more and do more things. Okay. But actually, if you can hold yourself disciplined to doing those important things and then do the ident identity shifting that allows you to become that empower empowering business teacher, healer, mentor, mm -hmm. then you have like the overall picture shift, right? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it definitely does. And I completely agree, like, especially in our culture, like, it's always, you know, push, push, force, force, do, do, but, like, we're living to also be and to experience, and like I said, to have, you know, fun and pleasure and joy, so, like, don't get caught up in just always trying to be and, or always trying to do, because, like, in the being is when you have, like, you get that drive to go do, like, the more fun you're having and the more you're, like, like well rested and you know balanced and your mindset's in the right place the easier it will be to go and take the action when you want to and when you need to and you're not gonna like burn yourself out in the process right right it's because you're aligned right yeah. it feels like what you're meant to do rather than just like push comes to shove and there is definitely a push comes to shove sometimes but like imagine if you felt aligned every single time you took your work like imagine how great that would feel that you know the people that you were connecting with the people the content you were creating or the the people that were like listening to what you have to say like imagine if you could do that from alignment and i feel like that only comes when you surrender and allow yourself to do that deep inner work which is outside of the the work environment so to speak at least what you would traditionally look at as the work yeah exactly oh this is such a great conversation I'm, I'm loving this and i feel like we could go on for so long but um <laughs> awesome i got a second tradition on this podcast which is um podcasts really changed my life i was in a dark space and i was listening to a podcast heavy masculine energy one <laughs> and the guy was like look like if you don't fucking like your life like change it like actually do something and from that day i quit my job and three days later was working in music events. And then that eventually led to me stepping into coaching. So I really want to help you spread a message towards somebody who's in this space where they're thinking, Oh, like, I'd love to do like this EFT tapping or like they've considered to do so many things and they've said that they're going to do so many things. And they're like, Oh, I'm going to have this big 2022, but like 2022. Yeah. And then, and then it, it was the same as the last year and it was the same as the year before. And they constantly are like on this fence of like wanting to do things. And they say that they want to do something, but it never, ever changes. What would you want to say to that person who's on the fence and really needs a bit of a kick up the butt to shift? Yeah. I would say like, how bad do you want it? 
like how badly do you want to be that person have that thing live that life like because you'll get to a point where you're gonna have to decide like are you comfortable with complacency and being where you are and you know because it's safe and you're just getting by or do you want to be extraordinary do you want to be happy do you want to have you know all of the things that you deserve by nature of just being here on this planet um do you want to have those things or do you just want to stay in the same spot because it feels good right now um and because it feels safe um and i think that like when you get to a point where you're so fed up with your own shit and you're really ready to look in the mirror and be like all right let's get it together let's do the thing um you'll you'll start taking the action and it all starts like with your mindset and how you feel about yourself um so i would just say like decide like you have like it starts with the decision and with that intention and just take it day by day from there like you don't have to you know do it all by tomorrow um just stay focused on the end result feel into that end result and embody the person that you want to be mm -hmm. I love that message and I really hope that if you're listening to this and that resonated that you take it on board because we just want the best for you like we want yeah. you to grow so it's up to you now it's up to you yeah. to take on board these words that you've been saying and, and take the action right yeah. so awesome I want to say a massive gratitude for you coming onto the podcast where's the best place for people to reach you um definitely instagram um at autumn.dene well period you know dot dene <laughs> um and yeah from and then also my podcast uh which will be out january 4th uh you can find me there too at the edge of everything podcast okay wicked stuff wicked stuff and i'll see you guys over there as well because we're gonna rock and roll for one as well so with that said guys <laughs> really want to say like thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to come over here listen to this and tune in and we really hope that you take on board the things that we've said and you step into transforming your life and ultimately like give this podcast a share like think about somebody that you know who would benefit from this because it's not about just me and autumn it's about getting this message to somebody that really needs it and so that we can all raise our vibrations and create this happier positive energy game of life for not just you, but for everybody else. So for everybody listening, keep moving forwards. Don't ever stop. We appreciate you and we hope you have an awesome day.